Yes, sir. Episode number three. This was legendary. This was our first interview, our first guest that we had on. Lance Luggett. It it went down legendary. Make sure y'all listen all the way through. You can learn. You'll be educated if you're an athlete for as a student or a parent as well. You, we can also be mindful that it's gonna be it's gonna be real intense at moments. It felt like a like I was watching a movie, a lifetime documentary, a ESPN 360 documentary. Now doing this uh, podcast, my my co-host Simo, he was a little bit under the weather. You'll be able to hear a little bit in his voice. But he fought through it. He made it through. And again, I'm your ho- I'm I'm your host, Mike Feed. Uh, we had a great interview with Lance Leg- Leggett, the urban legend, the myth, one of the top recruits in the nation, coming out of high school. Also, be mindful. You can follow us at Life in Football 2020 at gmail.com. Send us some info. Send us what you think contact us please again that's life and football 2020 at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter at life and ball again that's twitter at life and ball we also can be heard on these different streams anchor part the uh, anchor that whole has podcast google podcast spotify breaker pocket cast radio public and stature so sit back relax and enjoy How y'all doing? We will have our first guest today. This was a big-time recruit, a five-star recruit by the name of Lance Leggett. That's right. Straight out of Florida. If you look up his bio, it say Bartow, Florida. I need y'all to go Google him. Lance Leggett. Last name spelled L-E-G-G-E-T-T. 6'3", 180 pounds, straight out of Bartow, Florida, by way of Texas. Man, let me tell you something. I heard about this guy a while ago, and I'm so privileged and I'm so appreciative to have him as our guest. He's a native of Bartow, Florida. He moved to Texas prior to his junior season of finishing high school. He attended Grace Preparatory Academy in Arlington, where he was a superior athlete. To most players he faced in Texas private schools, he came from a program that won state titles of more state private schools his two seasons. A, super, a superior All-American, rated number 15, right receiver in the nation. The number 10 prospect in Texas. The number 10 prospect in Texas, rated the number 121 prospect in the nation by rivals.com rated the number four receiver in the nation by rivals.com he was the number five prospect on the rivals.com midland sweet 66 list the number 10 player on the texas top 100 by rivals.com that's just a little insight on him that let y'all know it wasn't a game he was a top player coming out of Miami. I know if you Google him, it'll say, you know, one of the players who disappointed, but let me tell you something. You'll never disappoint anybody when you're coming out 
and you're coming in playing as a true freshman. And at that time, at that time, the Miami Hurricane was a serious football program across the state of Florida, across the United States of America, and in college football period. Coach Moe, come on in, baby. What up? What up, what up, what up? Barto, Texas, Atlanta, where you at? Orlando, Tampa. Hey, but check this out, though. Lance Leggett, that boy grew up with me. That boy the straight truth. Straight truth. I'm glad to have him on. That's a number one pick to me. That's a number one draft pick to me. He should have had that. But I just want to give y'all a. Uh, the history on him, just from my point of view of knowing Lance. So we grew up together in Barto. I was two years older than him. Well, I still am two years older than him. So I'm in elementary. He in elementary. I think I'm in the second or third grade. And, you know, he's going to be two years younger than me. So his dad came by and said, hey, Colin, we want you to run track with us. I'm like, Kind of didn't want to run track, but then I kind of did. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll go. They asked me a bunch of times, but then I was like, man, forget it, I'll go. So we went out there. So Lance younger than me, and then we had another cat out there by the name of Mar Thomas. Them boys be ripped to the bone. So we get out there to run track, and his daddy, I guess, was born and raised in track, so that's his thing, and he got Lance born and raised me. Then right there I knew. And I should be running track, but I actually didn't do it. I was only a little youngster, so I ain't do it. I let it. And Lance kept running track, kept running track, kept running track, kept running track. Now we get to high school. I'm in the eleventh grade, well, tenth grade, going to the eleventh. Hold on, hold on. So hold on, hold on. So his daddy had y'all. Running like a uh uh AAU team, like how they do the basketball team, where y'all running like a track group like that. Well, we would have been running like that, but I ain't I ain't run with them. Some of the other boys they ran with it. Oh, okay. okay. So his daddy did a track like a track team like that for him. You could say he'll take little guys down there to Miami and run. He'll take them all across the state and run them. And you'll be out there okay. getting it with everybody. So. Just imagine Lance running all across the state as a youngster, learning how to run. Learning track. How to run. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. when he get on the football field, he know how to run and you don't. And he running right past you. So now by the time we get to high school, Lance one of the top guys in the nation and the state in uh, hurdles. And he'll probably run past you on that four by one and that 400 and the 100 really. So we get out there and we get to high school. Man, everybody talking about Lance because he like Randy Moss out there. So they talking about, man, you, you getting Moss. So Lance running past everybody at one of these summer camps we at. And I'm just looking amazed. Like, he just gliding out there past me. <laughs> just gliding. He just floating. And you can't you, – he just breaking your cushion and flying past you. So I said to myself, dang, when this boy go to school, he three years and done. He's six four. He fast. He can catch that ball. That's Randy Moss, baby. He done. He gone. Gazelle. Yep. We get to high school. He uh coach get mad at him. Don't bring him up to Boston until later in the year. And 
bringing them up, then want to play in. So we never got to even see the full extent of how Lance can ball. I just remember one day we was in Haines City playing against Haines City High School, and they threw Lance a, uh, like a post route across the middle. He caught it, kind of slipped, spent around, and got up out of it. I'm like, God, dog. And our coaches want to be so controlling. This is how you got to watch out how you talk to people too, man. Uh-huh. A player can talk to it. Like, they, they just, for some reason, they got mad at Lance. I guess, I don't know, they could see the talent in him and they weren't as talented. They knew he was going pro just like we did. And I don't know what happened, but it didn't go right. So my boy left and went to Texas, like you said in the uh, opening. He went to uh, you, uh, high school in Texas. Man, my boy lit it up. Now, how did he go? We had a running back from Mulberry went named Justin Forsett. Both them boys tore oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're playing for the Ravens. Talking about the uh, running back. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. that's a good little story. That's a good little time right there. We, okay. Yes, I, hey, I wish all of us would have went out there with it. Hey, now, 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 see, see that, see how that coach just end up pushing the man and his family to make a decision like that. Just cause yep, they selfish and, and ignorant of situation. Mm-hmm. Well, this out. my senior uh, year, which would have been Lance. Sophomore year in high school, or uh, how it was my senior year, yeah, because Lance was two years behind me. So, my senior year, Lance would have been a sophomore. Man, we was just that five, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of boys go play D1. I could have played D1, but with Lance there, we would have won state hands down. But we didn't get to win state. Lance went over there and won two state championships mm-hmm. back to back. Into it. So, you know how that rolled. I just want to let y'all get it, get him on there and see how, you know, let him tell his side of the story. My boy, Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the moment has come. The legend is now in the building. The urban legend is now in the building. Lance Leggett. Leggett, can you please give us some insight or some perspective that you have or that you done went through for recruiting and, you know, Things that happened at Miami and how's your life going right now for us, real quick. All right, man. I thank you uh, for having me on y'all show. But with me, as uh, Coach Moore already know, we grew up together. But man, a lot of my stuff I learned from my father. Um, if you come around the town where we from, we from Bartow, Florida. A lot of people know him, but he's a hardworking man. He gonna push you to the limit. So with me, when I was young, I started off run a track. My dad started a track team. And um, once he started that track team, he tried to get a lot of the kids around the neighborhood to, uh, to start running on the track team, which some did, some didn't. Uh, some parents thought it wasn't in the need, but my dad knew it was a need to uh, carry over to the other sports that we did do. But um, the ones who did join my dad team in the beginning, um, Shoot, we was like one of the top athletes because we uh-huh. he prepared us for the next level, and he knew what we he knew what it, uh, it had to take to uh, compete in football or basketball. But man, he started a track team, man. And, uh, <laughs> my dad, man, he used to have us out there working hard, man, running them sand dunes, pushing the cars, all that stuff y'all see, man. If we had YouTube back in the days, and I wish my dad could have recorded it. Man, man my, he could have made millions of dollars off how he worked us out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so crazy because the stuff I see 
the kids doing today, I we've been doing that. But we just never had the YouTube back then. He recorded us now, but it was on his camcorder. So you know how that is. That's that stuff old and gone. But man, with my yeah. dad, man, he uh started this track club called Running Tigers. And um uh, it was like six of us that started with him. And the crazy thing about it, my dad, he knew what it took to get the best out of all of us. So my dad, he used to always take us down to Miami. We ran all our track meets in Miami. And man, okay. when they saw the they saw six of them six like the running tigers was just six of us. And they saw us come, they like, boy, them boys right there, they could run. <laughs> that we uh we always made it to uh nationals. Uh, one of my uh our good friends, which Colin Norm too. The, it, he had a sad story, but he ended up doing he doing like twenty five years in prison, but he still had a Ollie. yeah, he still had had the long jump record. The next yeah, yeah, y'all put that young man name out there. What his name is? His name Ali Thomas, man. Hey, man, he was he was the best athlete out of all of us. Yeah, you know? fly athlete. Yeah, he was the best athlete out of all of us. But man, what happened was, man, my dad he knew what. If he take us to Miami, we could compete against them kids down there. He know what we're gonna do up here because that they so called Miami had the best athletes. Mm -hmm. So man, we used to go down there. We used to wreck shop. We had a four by one team, and then all of us did our individual sport, the individual uh, events. And, uh, we used to always win. I ran the hurdles when I was young. That's what helped me. Everybody used to like, man, how you start running the hurdles when you got in high school? A lot of people didn't know I started running the hurdles when I was ten years old. And um, I I get far in, in the detail on that right there. But man, when he he had us run the track, man, he didn't. A lot of people didn't know that when you run track, and my dad used to always tell us running. Or we used to be riding in the car. Excuse, I'm sorry. Coming home from practice, man. Listen, this is an individual sport. Track gonna make a coward and make you a coward, or it's gonna make mm. you a man. Yes, sir. Because you by yourself. <laughs> so man, he used to all man. My dad, you. Could, I wish you, the thing is, I wish we had some footage. Coach Moore could tell you how it was, how my yeah, dad used to work. <laughs> yeah, I briefed him on how y'all brought me up and tracked me to ran past me. Yeah, man, we had him out there. We played with him. Played yeah. with him. Because so my, my daddy told us to do it. Hey, and it worked too. I just knew I said, why can't let these little youngsters be Y'all gave about two rides, and y'all put it to me in that third one. Yeah, man, my daddy told us to play with him. So he's like, man, y'all don't beat him because we don't want him to quit. Y'all just let him win. <laughs> so I don't forget that to this day. So we let him <laughs> win, and I think, we, hey, we put it on him. He always tell me that. Yeah, man. So, like, the thing is, so I'm a, I'll just give you that. I was just trying to give you a little insight on how my dad got me started. He really, like, pushed me in that track. My daddy's big on track because he knew it was going to carry over and help you help you in other sports. So, man, when I uh, got to high school, I'm just fast forward. When I got to high school, uh, we had went to, we went to that camp calling up in Marsh Hill. Yep, yep. Yeah, we went to a camp up in Marsh Hill, and I was in the eighth grade. And um, going into high school, and it was like, probably like four of us out, out of the eighth grade that went on that trip. So, man, i never forget, man, we were doing seven on seven, and we were playing this team Okeechobee. out of Okeechobee. Yep. They're supposed to have this top uh, defensive back. I don't remember. Colton probably remember him. I do and remember. Man, I don't remember his name, but that joker was good. Yeah, real good, man. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. 
the man, the first play, that man jammed me. I like I was always competitive, but that's my first time ever playing wide receiver because when I played Lily, I played quarterback. So I played wide receiver. They moved me at wide receiver. So man, that man jammed me to the sideline, and I I got mad. That's I'm, I'm real competitive. Like I, I ready to fight him. To be honest. <laughs> so in my head, I say this boy. I never. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say what I want to say, but the stuff I was saying, I can't say it on y'all show. I say I'm gonna destroy this boy, and uh, man. The next couple of plays, Colin will tell you, he was out there. Man, I bombed that boy about three, four times. Touchdown. Bomb. Oh. Bombing him. That, <laughs> man, that, so. was, that was the creation of Lance Leggett. <laughs> Everybody do, man. Right then and there, that's when I set the tone. And, man, I'll never forget, man, when we was walking back to the dorm room, the coach and uh, quarterback coach at the time, Coach Marshall and Coach Price, they called me. They're like, man, hey. Just know you're gonna be on on varsity, cause you know that's everybody go coming out of little league. We had a real yeah. good little league program. I man, I want to play varsity, and I got a chance to play varsity my freshman year and started my freshman year. So, uh, so uh, once we um we got to varsity, I played my uh my 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 freshman year, and we got into spring football. Going into our sophomore year. And man, I had I remember we had got I got in some trouble. I was always a I was a little knucklehead. I got in some trouble. And man, I got into it with the coach. I got into it with one of the uh players. I cussed out the coach, cussed out the players. That was uh calling them they they junior year, and that's when they were no, his freshman, his sophomore year, no, his junior year, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And um I cussed out the coach, coach cussed out the uh the fought one of the players on the team. Kicked me off the team. Matter of fact, that I got to play that spring. I'm sorry. I played in the spring game, and I killed it in the spring game. And then after that, I got kicked off. So going into our sophomore year, summertime, I didn't go to no workouts because I was playing AAU basketball as well. So I was like, man, I'm going to play basketball. I was playing AAU basketball during the summertime, working out with my dad, still running track during the summertime. Um. And then next thing you know, I wanted to come back. I was going everybody like, man, go talk to the coach. Go talk to the coach. I should have been done it like a week before that, but I waited all summer. Like, man, I didn't want to talk. You already know a black kid. Yeah, yeah. On the projects. You already, the words I want to use, I'm not going to say. Man, I ain't going to talk to that man. But if he want me, he'll come talk to me. So I finally went to talk to him. This dude told me, if you want to come back and play, now I went to I, I played varsity in my freshman year. If you want to come back and play, you gotta go play four games on JV. I'm sad. I'm looking at him like, man, I ain't playing no JV. I sit out before I, I do that. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. But see, but I had then they had to talk to me. Put your pride aside, yeah. and go do it. So, so my thing is I went to play uh JV. Man, the first game I scored six touchdowns. In the first game? Oh, first game, six touchdowns. The second game. I scored no lie. There's no lie. Second game, I scored three touchdowns. The third game, I scored four touchdowns. So I went. I went to the coach. I say, "Hey, coach, man, you gonna? Hey, I'm ready to move up. See now, they winning. The boss said they winning now. They doing real good. I like, man, coach, man, I'm ready to play. Can you gonna move me up? Now I told you four games. Ooh, I played the first. Uh, so I went to the fourth game. I played that fourth game. Did real well. And then I went back to him. Hey, coach, you gonna move me up? Nah, I ain't gonna move you up. Got to play one more week. 
I went back to the coach after I paid him four, four games and asked him, can I go back on voice? I mean, I, am, are you going to move me up? He told me no. I already know why he told me no. They was winning, and he trying to steal punishment. So I just quit. <laughs> I quit all the guys. I said, man, bump this A player. And I was about to fight the JV coach, too. I was just a duckhead because I came in late one day, and he told me, why you coming in here late? I had to go to a Spanish tutor, and I had a note, and he went to snapping on it. So I told him about himself, and I quit. So I sat out that whole – I sat out the rest of the year, and uh, I went and started playing basketball. I played basketball. I was the leading scorer on the basketball team, and then I, I ran track. I, I made state – I went to state and track all four years in, in, in high school in the hurdles. I actually – I was finished third in the state my freshman year, and then my sophomore year, I was winning. The second to last hurdle, I tripped. I was leaving everybody about two hurdles and finished third again, but that's how that uh, happened. So summertime came around. I played summer basketball. And next thing you know, my uh, one of my good friends, Justin Forsett, who actually played Justin played nine years in the NFL. I mean, him lived together out in Texas. Um, his dad approached my dad and like, hey, we got to school. They they saw Lance's film. They want him. And the coach man, like he's like a father to me today. And, That's um, a blessing, yeah. right? Yeah, he like yeah. a father to me. Coach Barber, Mike Barber, he played in the NFL too for the Houston Oilers. But uh, I actually. So we, um, my dad told me, like, man, it's up to you. Do you want to move or not? I think it would be a good decision for you. You need to get out your comfort zone. You need to get from around your home, boys, and just focus on yourself. Because you know? right now you ain't heading down the right road. To be honest, my dad always said if I would have stayed home, I probably would have been. I would probably would have been in jail somewhere if I would have if I wanted to went out to Texas. So I, I decided to move out to Texas. Um, once I moved out to Texas, that was, like, the best – my thing is, it was more a business. I look back at it, it was a business decision. Mm-hmm. At a young age, I left everybody, like all my parents. I just went out there, and I stayed with just my cousin. But I stayed with Justin, and we stayed in the same house. So I was out there by myself, and uh, for the first, like the first year. And then my dad came out there. He sacrificed. One thing about my dad, I, that's one thing I can say. He sacrificed for me. He moved out there, and nobody don't even know we had. A, we stayed with a. A white dude. <laughs> but you know how that's good. That's a good story. I yeah. like that. I like that. Keep going, boy. Keep yeah. going. Man, like nobody don't know. Like when we first moved out there, man, we stayed with this white dude. He was real cool. Name Donner. I know we're gonna be. We still write each other on Facebook, but um, we stayed with him. It was like it was so different. I'm coming from the hood. Now I'm staying with this white dude, and uh, but he was real cool. He was kind of nerdy, but he was real cool. And um, I stayed with him. And my first year out there, I did real well. We uh, I made first team all state um, track. I made it in. I made. I was the first player in the state of Texas to make it in five events to go to the state state uh, track meet. I made it in the one ten hurdles, the one ten. I mean, one ten hurdles, the one hundred, the uh, the three hundred hurdles, triple jump, and long jump. I made it in five events. I was the, like the first player to ever, I was the first runner to ever do that in the state of Texas. And when I went out there, the week of, of the state championship, <laughs> I'm kind of jumping around, but you, the state, that's, right. I, that's crazy how my story went. But I got in trouble out there. Nobody only know my, my junior year, 
I made it in five events. We finna win the state championship. I'm finna win all my events because I'm going in with the best times and everything. Uh-huh. I got in trouble in school. Uh, the Spanish teacher said I was cheating. <laughs> so they, they put me on academic probation, and I couldn't even compete in the state championship. So that messed me up. But all right, I'll go back to my to my to when I first moved out of my junior year of, of football. Um, I moved out. It was kind of it was, it was it was totally different because academic wise, academically wise, I was so far behind because I went to college prep school. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, man. I was, I was right. I was so far behind academically. Um, shoot, I was like having to take extra classes to graduate on time. A lot of people ain't know that, but the best thing about it, we only went to school three days a week. That's why I loved it. That's, <laughs> we went to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's it. But um, oh. coach, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that was it. But our, 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 our junior year, we actually, when me and Justin, we moved out there, they're like, man, these Florida boys, we want to see how they play. We went out there, and we won state our junior year out there. So made first team, um, made first team all state. And you got to know when I moved out there, nobody didn't know who we was. Nobody. Right. Nobody knew who we was. So my coach, he said, man, listen, y'all got to get some exposure. My coach signed us up that summer, uh, summer of going into, uh, summer of our junior year, going into our senior year. He said, we're going to five camps. We went to TCU, Texas a Texas, Florida State, and Florida. Those are five camps we went to. Um, now, Nobody ain't know about me at all. That's crazy. I, I, after my freshman year, I bought out. But, you know, I'm fresh. School, schools will look at you, but they ain't really – they going to tour with you a little bit. We're going to see what he do some more – see if he do some more stuff. But um, the first camp, I went out to TCU, went to that camp, killed it. I killed that camp. They offered me. The second camp, we went to uh, Texas. i never forget Major Applewhite was uh, one of the coaches. And uh, I killed that camp. They like, man, I ran the forty. That's how I always set the tone. Every time I used to run four, I used to run four three every time. And I uh, set the tone in in the uh, in the forty. And then once we did one on one, that's when they usually I, I get them offers. So Major Apple like, man, who is this kid right here? We never heard of him. And I like any time they had the top corner, that's who I went against, and I eat them alive. Uh, Went to Texas A&M. I got offered at Texas. Went to Texas A&M. Killed that camp. Got offered. So now we came down to Florida. Went to Florida camp. And what she uh, me and him was real cool. Is Xavier Carter at the time. You know, Xavier Carter, he was all world in track. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that track. Yeah. yeah. And Xavier, they had him like one of the, like the number three receiver in the nation. So my thing, I said, man. Yeah, he was yeah. up there. I say, man, listen. We ran the 40. He ran fast. I ran fast. So we was tr- they were trying to get us to race, all of us in the race. But uh, I forgot. Everybody kept jumping, so we couldn't never get that race. I ran the racing, too. So uh, we did one-on-ones. I killed that. Seven-on-seven killed that. Now they, I got, I'm getting all these big old write-ups. I get them big write-ups coming out of Texas, but I really started getting the write-ups when I was at the Florida camp. Um, I left the Florida camp and then went to uh, – went to, Went to um, Florida State camp. 
I'll never forget when I first walked on there. So now I see a lot of my homeboys, like Tony Joyner, he played at uh, University of Florida. Um, Tyus Thompson, he played at Iowa State. Soon they saw me, soon they saw me walk on the track. They say, man, y'all watch this boy right here. Watch him. They already knew who I was. They say, watch how he, watch when he running for it. Watch his time. They say, he finna run a 4-3. Everybody, man, who is this? This skinny boy. Well, he ain't finna do nothing. Man, I went and we ran it on the track too. That was the other thing about it. We ran on the track. Man, I ran a four three. Boom. They like, nah, man, let's do it again. Ran another four three. Odell already knew who I was. Odell Hagen knew who I was. So uh Yeah, cause he's yeah. from Barnes too. So man, we went to camp at Florida State. Um when we was at Florida State camp, we uh we did the one on ones. I killed that seven on seven. It was a three day camp. I, I did two days of the camp. They told me don't do. I don't need to go no more. You done. You improve yourself because I was killing them. It wasn't like no competition. So uh, I was the first one. At, That's how I get that. I feel yeah. this six four. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. So the crazy thing about it, man, my uh, my um, I was like at the time when rivals was real hot. I was the fastest person to jump. In the rankings, nobody never jumped that fast. I went from from uh, at the Texas camp. They, as soon as they saw me, they took me. They ranked me like the 18th best receiver in the nation. After that, uh-huh. after that Florida State camp, they jumped me all the way to the fourth best receiver in the nation. Uh-huh. So I was the fastest. Nobody. They say nobody never just jumped on the scene like that at the time. I don't know a kid probably have done it now because it's so much yeah. exposure. But at the time, I was the, like the first one to do that. So that's how I got that name, like Spider Man. They used to call me Spider Man because I used to catch everything. So that's how when I got, it, it just got crazy. So I never forget, man. I had I had every school in America, every school in America offered me, except one school, that was Notre Dame. So this right here, I, I'm telling my story, but when the people listen, they'll understand how what I'm, I'm at, uh, what I'm leading up to. Um, when I went to uh. The floor, I mean, the matter of fact, Notre Dame came to the school. They're like, man, we've been looking for this kid. Man, we we couldn't find him. The, the coach at, at Bartow High School wouldn't tell us where he was at. He said, only thing he was, he's a troublemaker. You don't want him on your team. He's a counselor. So he really, like, he bad-mouthed me real bad. <laughs> Which, as me being an adult now, he was telling the truth, to be honest. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah, was telling yeah. the truth. As, I'm, a, I'm grown. I understand. And that's crazy because a kid did that now and where the coach just hate right, him. Yeah. Right. So But I'm glad you said that now a kid could kind of see like, hey, I do need to talk. Right. I do need right. to talk. So like with me, man, that, that kind of opened my eyes, like, golly, that was the only school one off him. Now don't get me wrong, like I said, Coach Barber, when I was out at Arlington Grace Prep, he spoke real highly of me. He like, man, we love him, but the coach at the other school, he just, he just, he had nothing great to say about him. So cool. I wasn't going to Notre Dame anyways. I ain't care. <laughs> that's what, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay. I ain't going to Notre Dame. I'm going back home to the crib. So um, we went into our, uh, matter of fact, so I had all that success. Um, Now my coach, we had, I had to take my SAT during our junior year, right? So he didn't. He wouldn't let us wait to the last minute to take the SAT. I took my SAT my junior year, and um, when I took my SAT, uh, 
we actually had a study two times a week. We had a two to two times a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays for two hours out the day. Once we got done with football practice, me, Justin, and the quarterback, and uh, we sat down with this tutor and we he helped us out. So I never forget when I got my results back. I took my test, got my results back. It was the night of the national championship. Miami heard Miami was playing uh, Ohio State. For the national championship, Mario yeah. Cruz. Okay. You already know it. And, man, that was the night I was mad that Miami lost because that was my favorite team growing up. But I was happy because, man, when I got them test scores back. So i never forget that it came in the mail. So when it came in the mail, I opened it up. It's a, uh, it gave you, I can't remember my exact number. I know my overall score, but it said it gave you a math uh, score and then they give you an English score. So I'm like, man, what is this? So I'm looking at it, I'm in a room by myself. I told, I, I added it up. It said I had a 1040, 1,040. I said, shit, I'm sorry. Man, I was so happy, I was in the house by myself. I was like, hold on, man, this might not be right. You know what I'm saying? Cause I think one of them, like on the, on the English, I had like a 480. My coach told us, if we don't make over a thousand, we got to take it again. Now don't get now, listen now. Now we're doing a practice test every when we're going to our tutor, our SA, I mean our ACT, our SAT uh tutor, she was giving us, he was giving us tests every time we did. Out of all three of us, me, Justin, and the quarterback, I was making the lowest score every time. <laughs> Man, so when I got those results, I'm like, it can't be right. I added that thing up. It said a thousand forty. So I called the tutor. So we had our we had an SAT uh, tutor, then we had a regular tutor. I called the tutor, Miss Bunny. I said, Miss Bunny, now I got my scores back, but I think I got a thousand forty. She's like, Lance, just add the two uh, scores up. I added them up. I said, I got a thousand forty. I was happy here. I'm sorry, I was so happy. That's how happy yeah. I was. So um, I got that thing back. I was so happy. So I'm like, man, listen. I'm for the move back home. <laughs> I said, man, come on back. Yeah, I'm ready to come back. I'm like, man, I'm gonna go back home. I told my coach. I told my coach. I said, coach, because I really wasn't happy, man. I was there because I'm, I'm this, I'm, I'm young, and I'm. You know, I have Justin. Them, I'm ready to go. So I told the coach. I said, coach, man, I don't think I'm coming back from a senior. Year. I'm just ready to go home. I, I'm homesick. I just. He said, no, Lance, he would, I, I'll never forget this, man. My coach bust out crying. He's like, no, I can't let you go back. You're doing what might happen to you. I'm like, man, go on. I'm going home. He said, no, nah, this is what we're going to do. I don't want you to go back home, but if you really want to go home, let you go home. I'm going to let you. I don't want you doing no, no nothing. I want you to go home for the whole summer. So I went home for the whole summer, and I was about to stay home. And Justin called me like, man. Man, we got another chance to win the state championship. <laughs> Our whole team coming back. I'm like, man, bro, I don't care about that. I just, I think I can win the state championship in board though. If they had me, so I'm like, man, I already got my high. I got it, my SAT scores high, so I'm good. So I thought about that thing. I'm gonna tell you what made me go back. <laughs> I hate school so much. I say, man, do I want to go to school five days out of the week? Out of three days. Oh, uh, three days. <laughs> yeah, and you already passed the SAT. Yeah, I already passed the SAT. So, man, what I did, I went back. I said, bump this, I'm going back. Man, I'm going I'm to try to fast forward the story. We won. We won our second state championship. We won back-to-back. 
out there in the state of Texas. Um, Did y'all go undefeated y'all last year? Man, we lost the – listen, that's what everybody predicted us to go undefeated. We lost the second game of the year. We only lost one game that year. So that's why I was so mad. Our junior year, we lost two games. But, okay. I, yeah, we lost one game. We lost to a team in Oklahoma at the last second. They threw a Hail Mary. And, uh, that's why we lost our, our, our second game of the year. But we – I, we only lost one game that whole year. We was kind of mad, but um, now I fast forward to going to college. I graduated from the state of I me mean, from the university, I me mean, from Texas. Uh, I signed to go to the University of Miami. A lot of people, I'm sorry, I'm I'm taking back. A lot of people thought I was going to Florida because I committed to Florida first, but then I decommitted from Florida. And I'm going to tell you, see, my dad, that's why I love my dad so much. When I decommitted from Florida, Kozuk came out there. Like, what the heck going on? So my dad told me, you're going to be the one to tell him. I'm not getting into it. You're going to have to tell him you don't want to come there. You see what I'm saying? Because I want him to do it. But he said, no, nah, you got to be a man. You got to learn how to grow up. If you don't want to go there, you ain't going there. Tell him. You're going to have to tell him. So I had to tell Kozuk, I don't want to come there. <laughs> I had three coaches at my house. Coach Zook came. There's no lie. Coach Zook, Coach Brown, and Coach Coker all came to my house back to back. All right, Coach Coker, that's the Miami coach. Who Coach Brown is now? Coach Brown, he was the coach Matt, at uh, Matt Brown at Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all of them was there at the same time? They came back to back. Okay. Back to back. Once they, saw, once they found out I had... Once they find out I decommitted, hey, huh? I know Matt Brown at North Carolina right now. Yeah, yeah he, he can recruit too. Yeah, he can recruit real good. Trust me. But I don't know if he get them. I don't know if he get them players at North Carolina. But I'm gonna tell you. So I had to make that decision. Like, man, listen, I don't want to go to Florida. I had to tell him the reason why I don't want to go. My dream was when I grow up, grow up as a kid, I want to play for the University of Miami. That's who I always want to play for. And it's like a dream come true. What? How many kids you can name and can say they want they go, they got the opportunity to play for the school they grew up loving, and that's what I always right, loved. Right. Yeah. So I I changed it and I went to University of Miami. But at the time, it it was perfect time because Miami was the top school at the time. So uh, I signed with the University of Miami. So once I went to the University of Miami, I uh. I got there. I went early. Yeah, yeah. I got. I, I only came home for to, um when I left Texas. I graduated. I came home back to Bartow for like three days. I went straight down to Miami for summer workouts. Uh, when I first got there, I never forget when I first got there, no, man. My uh, first day, um, they had us like standing in these little frat houses. Man, I'm like, man, who's gonna sleep in this? Not me. It was real dirty and nasty. I'm like, man, I ain't sleeping in this. This, oh, this ain't my cup of tea. So I know Ryan Moore, at the time, you know, Ryan Moore, when he came out of high school, he was an All-American. He was the number one receiver coming out. And a lot of people were like, man, why are you going there? You know they got the number one receiver. I say, Shh, look at me. I'm the number yeah. one receiver today. I came out of All-American, too. Uh-huh. But, uh, I went down there. Man, Ryan, he was the first one to bring me in, man. He I, he let me stay with him um, during the summertime. So I stayed with him, worked out, and i never forget, man. Them boys took me out to the club. We went to this club called Banana Joe's. I'll never forget the name. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all a while. 
man, I yeah. got so drunk. I got drunk. You know, club down there. They close at uh at six o'clock in the morning. Now don't get wrong now. We had we had uh seven oh seven at eight o'clock that morning. Oh man. <laughs> So everybody talk. Oh, oh, you the one. You the number one receiver. Me, you the you the top recruit. Man, Willie Williams was the top recruit. I heard everything about you. Oh, you you think you bad? So I'm like, heck yeah. So I never forget. I'm on the side. I look it up, and then they finally let me get in. Seven oh seven. Man, the very first person I had to go against in seven oh seven who lined up in front of me was Andrew Rose. Andrew Rose, yeah, yeah, talk <laughs> Andrew, I never forget, bro. You got to look now. I went out party. I only got an hour and a half of sleep. We went straight from the club to the to the uh to the locker room. And I'm I'm in the uh once they let me get in, I'm on the line of scrimmage. But I'm like half sleep. <laughs> I'm like half sleep. When the same thing happened to me in high school. And Trail Rose, he welcomed me to college football. He jammed me so hard. I, I ain't not athletic. Well, you ain't gonna just get me like that. I was just, I'm tired. Man, he jammed so hard that woke me up real quick. I say, boy, that never happened again. So, uh, I I never forget the very next play. That woke me up. Man, I caught a dead rock and split him at school. They say, God, Lee, everybody just talking. Dang, boy, that boy fast. So, that was uh, we came into um, we went to uh, fall camp. We had fall camp. And, uh, <laughs> man, that pace was so crazy, but we had a crazy coach, but he was the best coach I ever had. Uh, coach Curtis Johnson, he the right receiver coach for the Houston. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, he the right receiver coach for the New Orleans Saints right now. Okay. And, um, man, when I say my first day, my first day of spring, uh, a fall camp, two days, bro, I never throw, throw it up in my life. Man, that pace was so fast. I went to throwing her. I said, man, what the heck going on? But I had to shake out of it, man. But I made plays. Man, to be honest, I made plays in the fall camp. Even though I was tired, I made plays. You gotta, I'm trying to learn the playbook and everything. But um, i never forget my, my first game, Florida State. I, I played like six to eight. No, I was I played like eight to ten plays. I'm like, man, uh-uh, this ain't me. I'm starting. I ain't play more than this. <laughs> And then the uh, second game, I got like 15 plays. That's when I made my first catch. We played against Houston, out in, out in uh, Houston, University of Houston. I made my okay. first catch. And then my third game, there's a Megatron, <laughs> Calvin Johnson. That was, man, man, he real cool. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but man, he real cool. But uh, they had to beat right up about me and him playing Georgia Tech. What freshman gonna have the best game out of the two freshman receivers? Man, I'm be honest, both of us had a real good game because that's when I scored my first touchdown. I think it was like about a 50 yard touchdown. I scored about 48, 50 yards. I scored in the boom on a post route. Yeah, and uh, I was starting by the third game. I was starting by the third game. I didn't. I played a lot. I played a couple plays the first two games. The third game, I was starting. And man, a lot of people looking like, man, what the heck? So after that season, I had a real good season. I actually made freshman All American my freshman year, and um in Miami, so everybody like, God damn, I'm the beat dog as a freshman. And uh, I'm gonna give you my whole story. 
the coach sat me down. I'll never forget Coach uh, Curtis Johnson. He sat me down after the season. He said, man, I'm be honest with you. All the coaches already say, you're going to be a three, you three and done. You out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's how I was playing. They were calling me well, that like that'll, 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 that'll mess you up. Put that yeah. in your head already. Put it in my head. Yeah, put it in my head. He said, me down. Yeah, you three and out of here. We are, all the coaches already said it. So, I had a real good – I worked out hard my um, – and worked out real hard. My that that I was, one thing about my always worked hard because my dad he instilled that in me at a young age. Um, that summertime worked out real hard. I tried to I like because I know I like I'm trying to win that. I want to win the top receiver award that year. And man, I'll never forget we played Florida State, and this when all the stuff just start like messing me up. I was like a hot name. You see what I'm saying? Around freshman. I always had all the attention. I always been the top, even some from Little League all the way up, and nobody never told me no. And man, I would never forget this. I'm gonna tell you a story. Nobody don't even know this story. All my parents know this story. Man, my freshman, me with my sophomore year, we playing Florida State. They doing a big old write up about me and Helster getting ready for the Florida State. We would like to talk before the game. Who gonna have? I know Legan and Helster gonna have a real good game. Man, I never forget this, man. My uh, <laughs> man, I had listen. I had my, at the time my little girl's mom was pregnant, right? Uh-huh. And then my mama, she don't, she's not really into sports. She don't care about that at all. And um, I never forget. She came to the hotel that Saturday. We could get ready to play. No, I'm sorry. What day was it? Saturday or Monday? Well, when it, it was game day, she came to the hotel. And was outside in the parking lot. She say, "I need to talk to you about something." I'm like, "What you talking about?" Now she already knew about my other, my little girls from pregnant already. She came and was like, "This girl called my phone saying she pregnant from you." This your mama, like, right? My mama. Okay. <laughs> Another girl called and said she pregnant from me. I'm like, "Man, mom, what you talking about?" She told me the girl, and I said, "Man, don't, mom, don't be coming at me with this. I, I, I'm gonna get ready to play my first game. We, this prime time, we playing Florida State." <laughs> I don't yeah. want to hear this. But my mama, she's not, she's not a sports person. So if she knew about sports, she would have never came by me, came at me with that stuff. You see what I'm saying? But right. she don't care to touch. She didn't care. So uh, she talked to me. I'm like, man, mom, I don't want to hear about that. Man, I'm playing in the game. I ain't telling you no lie. I'm in this game. I ain't focused. I'm thinking about, man, I got two girls pregnant at the time. Couldn't find out the girl wasn't pregnant. She was lying. Yeah. Well, I'm in the game. Now I got two girls pregnant. What the heck I'm finna do? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Man, I never forget. I ran the deep route. I'm wide open. If I catch it, I'm, I guarantee I'm finna score. I missed. I dropped the ball in the middle of the field. I say, what in the heck? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would have slid. I would have scored. Right. Nobody didn't know what was going through my mind at the time. I'm thinking about these two women. You see what I'm saying? All right. And... Man, once that happened, man, I had the worst season ever. My South had the worst season ever. So my thing was, I said, okay, let me get back right. I got to get my mind right. I say, let me, uh, because I didn't, I didn't run track my freshman year because I had messed my foot up. That's when I had broke my foot, so I didn't run. I say, okay, that season is gone. Let me get back right. Let me get back focused. Let me get on this track. I got on the track. Uh, 
I, I don't even track. I, I could have went pro track. They want a lot of people say I, I should have did track too. But I, I uh, my, my sophomore year, I broke the record in the hurdles at University at Miami. Somebody just broke my record, but I had the record for a long time. And I did that. As, the dude who broke it, he had to wait. He did it his senior. I did that as a as a sophomore. <laughs> and um, so I ran track. I made all ACC. Uh, I won the 400 hurdles all ACC. I went. I made it in the national in track. Now I did, you got to get now when I ran track. I'm only practicing one day out of the week now. <laughs> I made it in the national in the hurdles. And then when I was in, that was indoor, I made national outdoor. I was gonna get ready to make uh, go to national. And I pulled my hamstring. I was running the forty. I coached our strength coach, which at the time he he was on the beyond. He's like the best strength coach you can have, Coach Swayze. He we was running uh, the forty, like probably like seven o'clock that morning, and I pulled my hamstring. I shouldn't have been running because I had a track meet to go to, uh-huh. and I pulled my hamstring so I couldn't make it to nationals off of that. So that messed me up. So going into my junior year. I had it okay junior year. So I had agents, they started coming up. You know how, not that, people start coming, not the agents, I'm sorry. People started coming at me. It's like, hey, man, if you leave, right now they're saying you can go, my junior, you go third or fourth round. If you come back your senior year, have a real good year, they're saying late first or early second. I'm like, man, I come back. I ain't no uh, third or fourth round type person. You got to let me, I got to get that first round, man. I got to take care of my family. Came back my uh my senior year. I didn't have the year I was supposed to have. They tried to get me the red shirt. As a matter of fact, I had messed my knee up. I messed my knee up right before the season. I was getting that right. And uh they tried to get me the red shirt. I was like, man, I ain't red shirt. I'm just ready to go. <laughs> I go make a team. So I end up getting I end up going undrafted. Came out of high school all American. Freshman year, made freshman All-American. Had a sophomore slump. Picked it back up my junior year. Senior year, it wasn't so good. I, don't, I had to do just maintain my senior year, and I would have got drafted easily. Right. But, uh, I say, but they tried to get me to come back. Coach Shannon tried to get me the red shirt. I said, Coach Shannon, I don't want a red shirt. Uh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I just make a team. So I went up to Cleveland. I went free age, undrafted to Cleveland. And, man, I did. When I say I did real well, a lot of people say, I, I, I don't want to get into that, how deep that is. It's, 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 it'll make the story even longer. But uh, I went up there. I, I stayed two years up there, and my knee kept bothering me. Once my knee kept bothering me, I had, like, I like, man, I'm done. I was the type where, like, don't get me wrong, I want to keep I, – I love I loved football, and I want to keep going, but you got to know when to call it quit. You see what I'm saying? Right. Your body just beat up, but my knee was so messed up. I couldn't really like it. Won't stop. It wants my knee used to lock up on me, and when it lock up, have whatever. If it's if it's bent, it's gonna stay like that. If it's straight, it's gonna stay like that. So it, it, it wasn't really nothing I could do. So I'm like, man, boom, we got down with that. Now this is what I like to talk about life after football. <laughs> uh-huh. And the thing is, like, what I, I always tell people, I could go back when I played, even in college, I could tell the ones who was gonna be something I'll, by their work ethic, and the ones who gonna just settle for. Nine to five. You see what I'm saying? Which ain't nothing wrong with a nine to five. Hey, everybody got to do it. But to uh, I always been a hustler. Like my gift was, I always been a hustler. Cole would tell you, I was always been a hustler. I always had gift with with women. I always had a gift with them. Like <laughs> I used to know how to manipulate. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just used to, yeah. to manipulate them, tell them whatever they're gonna do it for me. 
It's always had that gift. That ain't no gift. That's just yeah, so yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, <laughs> so, that just somewhere in the house. That's just somewhere there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my thing is, uh, I, um, after football, everybody looked at me like, what you going to do? I'm like, man, I'm a hustler. You got to worry about me. You need to worry about yourself. That's how I always did. So, man, I had started a company. Me and my uh, business partner, which we like real good. We like brothers. Uh, we started a company called Slush World. And I opened up a store, me and him. It was like a slushy place, real real yeah, nice I spot. Remember, I remember I had a lot of contracts. Yeah, man, I had got a lot of contracts with a lot of schools over in uh, Temple. I had like over 27 schools I was working with. We was doing that. And then after that, so it was doing real well, but um, I, we ended up closing that now. And man, I me and my uh, business partner, we went and got our CDLs. Now this is my first time working for somebody in my life. Um, I went and got our CDLs. I worked for a company for two years. I hated it, but I already I had a plan. I had a vision. We worked for that company for two years, and we like man. In two years, we're gonna buy our own truck. And my uh-huh. business partner. So we uh what we did was uh we had we was almost at our two year mark. We was like we had like one more month and we would have reached our two year mark. And me and him was on the phone talking. I'm like, bro, me and him talking like bro, I don't think I'm gonna make it to the two year mark. I got over there, I'm ready to quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, Man, you I'm ready to quit too. I promise we talk on the phone how how me and you having the conversation right now. I'm like, bro, I ain't going to work no more. He's like, I ain't going either. All right. Let's go look for a truck. So we went and looked for a truck. Me and him, we put our money together because we, man, we grew up together. We like brothers. He was one of the, the six kids who might, when we started the track team. Right. He was one of them. And he was a, a real gifted athlete. Uh, he went D1 too in football. You love it. Y'all need to talk to him too. Story better than mine. But uh Okay, okay. What's his name? What's his name? Ahmad Thomas. His brother the okay. one his brother yeah, actually I mean, only got the twenty five years. But um he uh made him quit. We uh brought the first truck together. We got um uh, with his local contract. We ran that truck for four months. I'm talking about the truck ain't never stopped moving. He get out the truck one week, he'll work days. The next week he'll work nights, so we alternated. And uh, so when he when he get out of the truck, I was jumping in the truck doing loads. Four months later, we bought another truck. Now he got it. I took that truck. We went and bought another truck. He got his truck. Both of us got on his. Both of us got our own truck. And then next thing you know, we like. So we were doing local runs, and then after that, we ran with this one company over the road. We wanted to like try to. Uh, we wanted to drive over the road. We rode with that company for about a month, and we saved up off of that. And then we got our own co- our own trucking company. Once we got our own trucking company, he um I rented the trailer, and uh he rented the trailer. We put our money together. Once I brought my trailer, I mean once he bought his trailer, we put the money in that. He bought his trailer. Then I brought my trailer. So both of us now we got our own trucking trailer, and uh man we all we just worked together and put our money together now. I just bought my second truck, and he's buying. He he's right now. He's gonna get to buy his second truck. So man, what we did was what a lot of black people don't do. How I say it like that, we worked together and we put our money together and put our heads together. 
and we just turned our hustle from football to the the corporate world. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. We that same hustle we had in football, we just transferred over to the to the couple, corporate world and we created our own business. So right now, I own a trucking company and that's what I'm doing right now to this uh to this day. Okay. Well, big dog, we appreciate this interview. And for all y'all young players out there, all y'all young uh whippersnappers as they call them, <laughs> y'all top dog recruits. Y'all see, this man got a very great story, but in in this story, it was trials and tribulations. He had times, he had times, he had messed up. Every time he was successful, every time he was very successful. But at the end of the day, football going to come to an end. So you need to have your mind made up and be motivated and have positive thoughts to what you're going to do after football to be successful. And I want to thank again Lance Leggett for coming in and doing this interview. And we'll catch y'all the next time on Life and Football Podcast. Appreciate you, big dog. All right. Thanks for having me, bro. All right.